What's up, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the Elite Gaming Gear Podcast. I'm Lathan, and with me today we've got Z, Hi. Ed, Yo, and Trey! It's your boy. That's right, Trey is back. It's only been how long since you were here last? Longer than we've had this podcast. Infinitely longer than we've had this podcast. And who could forget our lovable Ants413. Ants, say hi to the people. Hello. There he is. So... Tons of stuff going on in the video game world right now. Uh, it's going nuts. Microsoft announced 50 new titles, 20 of them exclusive for uh, the Microsoft Xbox. We've got a little bit of information on a new console coming out, Project Scarlet, if I'm not mistaken. Which, uh, yes, fantastic. It's not a bad name. Uh, we've got uh, new games coming out from Bethesda. We've got new games coming out for Nintendo. Nintendo just got done announcing that they're going to be having a bunch of new stuff come out. Ultimate. It is ultimate, absolutely. All the players are available to play. Yes, <laughs> even the ones you didn't want. Yes. So there's a ton of ton to cover. So for those of you who have listened to this podcast before, we jump around a lot. We cover a lot of stuff, and there's no way we can cover everything that's happening in E3 right now in one episode. And we're not even going to cover a lot of it in this episode. We're going to do a three-part uh, podcast series that's specifically for the uh, E3 review. <clears throat> so we're going to give you a little bit of taste of some of the things that were cool out of E3 in this episode, and then tune in to the next three episodes in particular. I mean, ideally, all of the episodes would be better. I mean, Ed would like it if you listened to all of the episodes. All the episodes. All the episodes, Z? Yep. Yep. She's super vocal. Ants? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get into it. Trey, I know that you have gotten to see a little bit of what's coming out. We, we have done bits and pieces. Uh, like, you got to forgive me, guys. Just coming out of college, we're trying to, like, get it all together at one time. But from what I can piece together so far, everything looks pretty hype. I might be failing next year if <laughs> most as soon as these titles come out. Like, rest in peace to my GPA, but I can honestly say worth. <laughs> it's one of those things where, given the internship that you're a part of, are we allowed to talk about that? Is that, is that kosher? Yes, we are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we noticed that you took a severe dip during our portion of the E3 presentations. Um, now, normally that would count against you, uh, but we'd like to offer you a job. Yeah, it was like, for doing an internship at Microsoft and honestly not watching the Microsoft E3, whoops, my bad. Uh, yeah, also, only being a PlayStation player since I was young and never wow. touching an Xbox outside of uh, friend's house, Bill Gates, forgive me, please, Satya, I didn't do it. Manchurian candidate! <laughs> yeah, there we go. But uh, overall, I finally got to take a look at both sides, and it is pretty darn tempting to make that switch every now and then. And if I just happen to end up in one of those departments, I wouldn't complain. Well said, very well said. And I'll tell you that, that the way we do it here, we all have things that we're partial to here, uh, but we have a little bit of everything. And we touch uh, on a little bit of everything as well. So it's good to have access to all those different things and to be able to see some of the new and innovative things that are coming out for each <coughs> system. Uh, Z, was there anything in particular that, that really caught your eye? I haven't really had time to really look at anything yet. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. are like, we, you need to prepare for this. You need to go and you need to educate yourself and find out what's going on. But luckily, we've got a couple of ringers in the audience. Uh, audience, in the cast, in the staff, the staff. It's all the staff. The staff cast. Suspected. Cast staff. Wow. You 
sure know what's going on. I have no idea <laughs> what's going on. The most of the stuff that I know is what Trey had told me yesterday. So. <laughs> Trey's like, <laughs> she read my Cliff's notes. <laughs> Ed, what what was your favorite takeaway so far? Of what? E3? Of E3 so far. Uh, well, considering the fact that I only watched the uh, Bethesda <clears throat> portion, uh, I, I, I'd say yes. Turn the mic towards me. Uh, <laughs> rice? So rice. it would be rice. Rice? Is that because I'm Filipino? <laughs> wow. Wow. We just went there. No, uh, it's because uh, I, I really... I'm hopeful for Fallout 76. Hopeful meaning, God, I hope it's not buggy as hell. But I know it's going to be buggy because it's Bethesda and they admitted it. You know, um, I heard some exciting news about Fallout 76 also. It's uh, unreleased information, so you heard it here first. They're going to do an entire soundtrack. The entire soundtrack by a uh, late 90s, uh, early 2000s punk band is going to be doing the soundtrack for Fallout 76. It's going to be performed completely by Fallout Boy. We're going to move the mic back to me now. Because I thought he was being serious too there for a second. And then all of a sudden, mic drop. Because, yeah. No, I've, with, with the Bethesda Fallout 76 launch, I was pretty excited for one of the stuff that they had. Of course, the guy, I don't remember his name, but the guy that they had doing the announcements, I'm not sure if they could have found a much more not so excited presentator. Because he was just like, and we're going to have Elder Scrolls Blades for your mobile device. Oh, yay! Oh, this is where we clap now. Oh, okay. It, it, but uh, even that, the mobile game for uh, for Elder Scrolls Blades looks really cool. I'm very interested in the uh, fighting mechanics with the swiping and the uh, fact that you can play the entire game in portrait mode on your phone is a nice touch. Now, so. before we got started on this episode... Uh, Ed was telling us a little bit about his experience with the uh, Amazon Echo version <laughs> of, of Elder Scrolls. Uh, <clears throat> it's more like Elder Rolls of toilet paper. Uh, it, it, yeah, Amazon uh, Echo. Um, I'm trying to find the name of what it is so people can actually find it. I should have had. I'm so bad. I, I apologize. Oh, here it is. Skyrim. It's... Uh, uh, what is it called? Oh, it's called Skyrim Very Special Edition. <laughs> and which funny, which the funny part about it is though, there's a, there was a joke video uh, with uh, the one of the guys from Keenan Peel, uh, and they were doing it, and it was funny as hell. I mean, it was funny, and the fact of that is they, someone turned it into an actual Alexa skill set that you can activate, which I did and tested out and played till. 20 minutes in my morning uh it was actually pretty fun for what it was it's just all voice based and everything and you got to tell it what to do but uh for what it is it's entertaining i suppose so you can literally play anywhere as long as you have an internet connection on alexa yeah that is fantastic i'm very glad that i've got an internet connection in my bathroom so am i so am i yeah and i was like oddly enough it, i'm gonna say this as it kind of gives me goosebumps vibes Maybe in the bathroom? No, more that that's beyond goosebumps. <laughs> uh, I'd like to go more towards like the novel series. Um, 
where I remember a lot of the like choose your adventure type books yeah. that they would do with like, well, here you got a like lake well, full of crocodiles, or you got to go into this abandoned shed, yep. and that sounds perfect. Why were none of those options like anywhere near where you make the decision? <laughs> it's like page six. If you choose this, turn to page four hundred and sixty-three. Yeah, you're sitting there scrolling. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I have a kids book that's exactly like that for my son, and he always wants to read it. It's Peter Pan, and I'm like, no. I'm not reading this book. <laughs> Spoilers, he, he dies. But, <laughs> sorry, it's over. Spoilers, the entire book dies and somehow bursts into flames. <laughs> Turns out that Peter Pan was actually suffering for a little bit of latent schizophrenia, and uh, jumping out of that second-story window in that English townhome was not the best move for him. Yeah, in reality, it was just him having a dream the entire time. He you called can it Neverland. Fly, you can fly. In reality, he was actually in a hospital, you know, as a vegetable. I thought Neverland was a ranch. It can be. <laughs> that's, it, that's ignorant. <laughs> stop it. That's, stop it. See blanket. Let's go. <laughs> so, Ants, what was your takeaway, man? Was there anything in there that really caught your eye? Mm, not in particular. Nothing no, in particular. Nothing in particular at all. Smash Brothers. Oh, wait. Well, what about like Splatoon on Smash Bros? Any ideas? Uh, what about what? Uh, Splatoon on the new Smash Ultimate. About that yet. Okay, well, one really cool thing about it is they uh, use, if you've, like, painted your enemy, they take extra damage. Oh, what? And oh, you can cool. actually run out of paint while in, like, mid-fight and have to do, I believe it's a guard and, like, a down B to replenish your paint in order to add, or to stack up again on your enemy. So you have to, like, drop down into squid mode. Right. That's, That's exactly awesome. how they run it. And so this idea of having to keep, like, you have to have so many things in mind as you're playing. And, like, I've seen some really good, uh, like, smash matches, like, at either at the university club or just, like, on our own. And having to throw in one extra thing now that you have to keep track of is going to be, like, chaos for some players. And for others, it's going to be, like, that ticket to success that they will exploit the hell out of. And if you can't stop them, then you might actually just be kind of done for. <laughs> I'm super excited to see a new Smash game come out. And I've got to say that we've been doing this for, for over four years now. Uh, we, we participate in larger events and, and Comic-Cons and things of that nature. Uh, activities like Game Central, C4 Central City Comic-Con that's going to be in Ellensburg this year. Really looking forward to that. Uh, WinCon in Wenatchee um, and a lot of other things that we do uh, here at the Lounge as well. And the largest crowds that we draw for tournaments is always the Smash Brothers community, without fail. And they are the most um, passionate group, unrelenting, uh, unrelenting <laughs> the vocal <laughs> group of gamers. Like my Call of Duty guys, even they're like, "Oh, yeah, good, good game, bro." And then all of a sudden, the entire convention is drowned out in this <laughs> tidal wave of cheering and jeering. And like, what's happening over there? I'm like, I think somebody's playing Smash on the GameCube. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, as a gamer, I've actually never played Smash Brothers. We're going to have to correct Isn't that. Isn't that sad? That is incredibly sad. sad. I, I've actually always wanted to, but just never done it. I, was like, I, I play I, a different Smash. <laughs> Smash TV from... Oh, man, the Nintendo? Yes! Did we go there? We can go there! Dude, I... I know the theme song. What? <laughs> I know the theme song. And the funny thing is, I actually hum it every now and then. I'm like, man, that's an old game. 
<laughs> that, that, that's an old, old game from a top-down view. Like Super Contra. You know what we need to do? We need to get uh, rigs on here at some point in time. Yes, rig games. We should. Oh my gosh! How would you like to do like a like a co-broadcast with uh, rigs playing Smash TV? I know that, that he'd be down be, for it. I think I think that'd be awesome. He's such a cool guy. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, uh, he's a very nice guy. So I know. <laughs> there's the theme song. That's the percussion. I gotta add the percussion. It really is. God. Uh, I believe you know that. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Oh no. Oh no. I will say this though. The the thing that caught my attention uh, so far, the, the most standout moment for me was Halo Infinite. And it's really mm-hmm. mostly because I'm a Halo fanboy. Um, although I was never really a big fan of what 343 or the direction that 343 took with things. Uh, but I'm curious to see where they're going to go with the franchise. When I heard a new Halo game was coming out originally, uh, I was told that it was going to be an arcade game, like an arcade shooter, kind of like the uh, Terminator games and things like that, where you've got a mounted rifle and then you play through these scenarios up to four players. But apparently there's going to be a new console game as well. What would you guys think of the demo from that one? Ed didn't watch the demo for that one. I only watched, I'll be honest with you, it was late at night and I'm sitting there in my gaming chair, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, E3's on. I wanted I wanted to know about the Fallout 76 because they were going to release a new trailer for it. And I tuned into YouTube, and I was, uh, I got into the E3 broadcast a little late, so I ended up backtracking. I only watched the Bethesda um, section of E3, unfortunately. I wish I would have caught more, but it was already <laughs> late into the evening, and I... Here's our disclaimer. For the three-part episodes coming <laughs> coming up, we will definitely make sure that we watch the whole thing first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's on our to-do that'll list. Be a, that'll be a definite goal because I'd like to see <laughs> what else is coming out. It's queued up. It's ready to rock. Um, we'll even make Leslie watch it, although she's probably going to be asleep within like the first 15 minutes. But you won't know. Maybe her eyes are... Just really... Re- not, that's me, not hers. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. Just, I've got I've got that squint going on. You know what this is? This squint was developed through hours upon hours, thousands of hundreds of thousands of hours of uh, making people feel bad about themselves in Goldeneye Nintendo 64, 007, mm. way back oh, in the day. Yeah. Oh yes, Spawn Killer. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a Spawn Killer. What? <laughs> just a little bit. It's is it hunting season? Because uh, I just stubbed my toe on a salt lick. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Wow, I'm really sucking with the humor. My delivery's off today. It is. That's all right. I forgive myself. Okay. As as long as our listeners can can can, can find it in their hearts. For those of you who can't see, I am shugging. <laughs> it's just, it's just gesticulating wildly. Yes, so now that's like, two of us going, and then yeah, these, these wild, hand dramatic hand work. gestures. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that I didn't get to play an actual game of Halo until like last year. What? So like 18 years old while this thing is playing your first game of Halo. That was pretty great. And uh, one thing I did like a lot was that this new, inf- uh, like, Halo Infinite seems to have a really homey look to it. 
<laughs> like they so what you're saying is you're down with it, homie? <laughs> like, they definitely want to recreate what they've had before, and it seems like they're really trying to build more on that. It's the same beautiful scenery, and it's the same, like, look about it. I haven't seen any gameplay, but just from the introduction, it seems like they're kind of trying to keep it classic. And I think that that's going to play really well with a really dedicated fan base who have followed them for so long. Playing back to the original and seeing where you came from is always going to help build up as you try to move on to something new. Now, I think you touched on something really important there. And it's going to help me transition to a, to a direction that I wanted to steer the conversation since before we started the podcast tonight. Um, there has been another studio recently uh, that has had a tremendously loyal original fan base and following, and then just completely, through a series of accidents, um, or actions intentional possibly, or just a mis misreading of the market, or you know some misguided attempt to capture the casual gamer crowd, um, really lost their way. And of course I'm talking about Bungie. And I hate saying negative things about Bungie. Now, oh Anthony will... Yeah, Where Anthony... Do you start on the negatives? <laughs> Anthony will, will spew hate venom on Bungie until the cows come home. But, I was, like, one of the biggest Destiny 1 fans, and then 2 was just... Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was, and it was hard for me to, to come to terms with that. And I finally realized how bad it was. Yeah, I know. You kept asking me, you want to do the raid? You'd play it for a bit, then realize, wait, why did I want to play this? It, exactly. And I'd get probably two or three months out of having not touched it and realize, I haven't touched this game in like three months. And the DLCs are out. And all these other things are out. And I'm like, I don't even think I want to buy the DLCs. And then I realized that we bought three copies of the complete edition for like 150 bucks a piece. So we have all the DLCs. And no, we, you have the first two. Oh, oh. There's three, apparently. I don't remember. It was season pass that came with the... Yeah, that one only came with the first two. So, yeah, one and two. Uh, yeah. I sold it. Oh, man. That's horrible. <laughs> and the first two were just absolute garbage from what I've seen. And we were planning... Um, I was actually planning on jumping back into it again, regardless of all the hate, and, and just forcing myself to, to like it like uh, taking medicine that tastes horrible um, and maybe thinking that by the end of it I'd feel better. And then I, I found out that not only on the new DLC are you going to have to buy the DLC, but then you have to also buy an annual pass on top of that for the updates to the DLC. You have to pay for the non-DLC updates to the game Legend. on top of the DLC. Legend. Are you serious? Dead serious. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's wow. like wants to destroy their own company. Yeah, it, microtransactions yeah. to the T. Now, what they did say, and I think it was probably the most profound cheering that they got their entire demo, was when they announced that their next game is, EA's next game is not going to have loot crates, and everybody lost their <laughs> minds. Um, but back to Destiny, I watched the video trailer for the new DLC. And you want to talk about... Uh, what was that sound clip you kept referencing earlier? Something from Duke Nukem, and it fits this situation perfectly. Bungie has, um... Balls of steel. <laughs> yes. Balls of steel. Balls of adamantium. Uh, unobtainium. Unobtainium. From yeah. the blue monkeys. From the blue monkeys, exactly. Because they rolled the dice on 
this course of action for the new DLC that can only have one of two outcomes. The first outcome, and I really believe it's going to split the dedicated fan base down the middle. So what they tried to do is they tried to recapture the original fan base by making them or appealing to the love they built for the characters through Destiny 1. Because as more hardcore gamers, we didn't just play the game. We, we lived in that world for a period of time. And we built these connections with these characters. And so half of these gamers are going to watch this video, watch this trailer, and never touch another Bungie product again as long as they live. They will be so done that they'll go light their, their copies on fire. The other half are going to choke down the new DLC costs, dust off their Guardian, and jump back into it just for a little bit of payback. And spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen this video yet, go watch it, pause, come back, and listen to the rest of this. I'll give you four, three, two, one, okay. They killed Cade Six. <sighs> Man. As in literally killed him or figuratively? As in they shot his ghost, then blew his head off. Oh, so literally killed him. Like he's no longer a character in the series now. They Peter Dinklaged Cade Six. <laughs> well, this was a terrible decision on somebody's part because you know you know who did it? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Do you remember that prissy little prince from the reef? Not really. He was the uh, awoken prince. He had the emo haircut. Yeah. So it's him. And not only does... Oh, yeah, that's what everybody thought. Well, he's back. And not only does he kill Cade Six, he kills him with his own gun. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the trailer. And uh, and I'm getting goosebumps again just thinking about it. Yeah, it's the one that comes out in September, The Forsaken. Yeah, uh, one thing that really disappointed me about that was the idea of this like Forsaken jail that Cade Six had put everybody in. So you know, like I'm over here thinking, okay, well it's Cade Six. Like uh, this has been my man, like since day one. Like I've looked up to this man. That's why, like, I've had twelve hunters delete. <laughs> it's like you just go delete one hunter so you can talk to Cade at the beginning again. So I was like, oh yeah, this is great. Like it's gonna be Cade's prison. Like what's he gonna do? Is he gonna go round up the bad guys again? Like I was like picturing Cade Six as like Woody at that point from Toy Story. <laughs> like, There's a snake in his boot. There was a snake in a boot and a runic tunis cowboy that he could be, and then all of a sudden he died. And, like, my dreams died with him, kind of, there. Uh, like, I wanted to see more Cade. Like, it was it was his job to put them in the first time. I thought he'd be there again, and all of a sudden he was just gone. Did that make you want to never touch the game again, or did that make you want to get some payback? That I would not want to touch that game again. And this is where we part ways, because my first reaction, it, it pissed me off so visibly that as I'm watching this video, Leslie's like, are you okay? What's wrong? And I'm like, they killed him. She's like, oh my god, who? They killed who? I'm like, they killed Cade Six. She's like, from Destiny? <laughs> Apparently, my face was betraying the hurt that I was feeling uh, and the rage. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to go back and I'm going to play this damn DLC. And once I shoot that blue bastard right in the face, then I'm going to hang up Destiny, the franchise, for good. I'll be done. Um... See, like I said, it's like... And see, like... It's like 
only likable character in the entire series. Yep, that's what a lot of people felt. You know, conversation fodder, blah blah blah, story that doesn't exist, blah blah blah. Okay, what can I shoot now? (laughs) I feel like he also built a lot of the other characters too, like seeing how he would interact, like Zavala. Well, like the bickering that you would get with them in the room a lot of the time, I would just sit there and like see who would smack talk who better for a while. <laughs> and now it's just one way, and I don't know if I can handle that. I feel like with the, the beginning when we first started playing Destiny 2, like the first day on launch day when we go get it and start playing, like it hit me right in the feels right from the get go at the very beginning. And then now when they're doing that, it's like, you know, I'm no, that's that's not not okay. I, I don't think I'm going to play it. Did, did you just say it, it hit you right in the feels? Yes, it did. Like, when did you start picking up Millennial Lingo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not disgusted, but I, I'm just surprised. He's allowed to say that. He's one of them. <laughs> right in the avocado toast. I know. It, it seems like they're really playing with people's emotions, and I don't know if maybe they went too far with that. I don't know. And again, it's one of those... I, I, I can pretty much guarantee what they did. It was an attempt at a shock value to get people interested in the game again, but they went too far and ended up removing the one good character from the actual story that made people care. So it's one of those things where I think time is really going to tell if it washes out for Bungie in the end or not. Um, but but I'm curious to see how it goes. Now, that being said, we touched on a few different games uh, that are going to be coming out. And, I mean, really, I mean, we didn't even scratch the surface of what's coming so with E3. So many. Oh, man. So many things. Um, talked about a little bit of our love-hate with Bungie, which is always a topic of discussion. And before I forget... I have to mention, for those of you who are still surviving the arc, cool announcement. Some of you who have been longtime followers of Elite Gaming Gear may remember that at one point in time, we had a dedicated arc server for fans of Elite Gaming Gear, where you could actually get on there and play with some of the crew and interact with us and participate in events and things like that. Um, I have an announcement, but I'm going to let Ed make the announcement because Ed is our new ARC god. Ed, take it away. So the announcement that he's speaking of, I, I'm i not sure what he wants me to say. So, all the right things. All the right things. So no, uh, so I currently am now running the ARC server for Elite Gaming Gear at Woo! my residence, and uh, I'm your residential admin and whatnot, God, God. if you will. Uh, We're currently right now on the center map. Um, We're contemplating, thinking about going to Ragnarok, because Ragnarok is a huge map. Huge map. Uh, And it has everything. Uh, I mean, absolutely everything, from the the sand to the redwoods to the the water, uh, the ocean, uh, with, oh God, it's got everything. Sandworms. All of it. It has all of it. Uh, so we're thinking about switching it to Ragnarok so we can actually have uh, a little bit more of a larger landscape to build upon, so to speak. And uh, we're talking about doing rewards for people depending on what they have. Contests. Lathan's dancing. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's and, only for premium subscribers. Right, right. Premium subscribers. And we are actually talking about doing some sort of... Um, 
what do we want to call that? Like a premium rewards where something could possibly get spawned in for said player, maybe? Loot boxes! Loot boxes, no. yes. No. Well, I mean, no loot boxes. No, no loot, loot boxes. It totally is. It totally is. That's one of the perks. You get to watch me shake it. Right. So we're, it we're, happens to be just like a punishment. More, it's more of a punishment. It really is. So we're 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 coming up with different ideas, and we definitely will take you know our fans' inputs, which would be uh, input, I should say, which would be more than enough. We can always take everything under consideration. But uh, so far, we've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six people that play on the Ark server. At any given time, most of the time, there's only about three of us right now, but uh, I'm sure that'll pick up actually here pretty shortly. Absolutely, and when this does finally go uh, live and when we start pushing it out to the mass of our fans, uh, we've got a couple of surprises in store. One of the things that Ed and I talked about previously is having uh, a little more solid basis for interaction with some of the other players and having kind of a not-so-NPC-type presence in the game world where you can actually interact with us in a, in a way that uh, is relevant to what's going on in the game. So, lots of different options for that, uh, lots of different things to look at uh, going forward with the EGG Arc server. Super excited about that, so if you have any questions, feel free to get in touch with us on social media uh, or to comment on this post, which will be on our Facebook post if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, again, super exciting stuff. Yeah, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to actually implement like kind of like a not e-commerce, but like a commerce, like have a little shop, you <clears throat> and have a, uh, you know, the currency is the resources that you gather, you know, maybe, maybe 500 gold equals, you know, something that you couldn't possibly make uh, readily available at a, at a lower level or something like that can be traded to me or someone else within the game and, you know, you get something. I mean, a couple darts wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> right, right, you know. <laughs> It'd be nice to have, you know, trade 500 gold and let's say you get, you know, 100, you know, trank darts. Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> or, you know, God Mode could just spawn them in because... They'd just start falling from the sky. Right. Darts from the sky. Exactly. Falling or being fired from the sky. <clears throat> so true. But, I mean, you know, uh, we, we definitely don't... I mean, obviously there wouldn't be taking you you wouldn't want to have it we have to put rules in place so things don't get taken advantage of absolutely but uh, I mean with with the specs not being completely vanilla as in some of the servers uh, things would be boosted a little bit but uh, that way you know you couldn't just get 500 bars of metal in like you know 10 minutes so basically the point is to make it fun so that you don't have to sit there and babysit the game for 24 hours a day because you know a lot of our fans are, are hard-working folks um, but also, there's going to be a degree of challenge to it. So we're, yeah. Ed is a master of balance. So we have faith that he's going to bring that to us and and uh, and really create a fun and enjoyable experience for everybody. A uh, couple other things that we're going to announce for Elite Gaming Gear. A uh, few things that we want to touch on. Some of you may know, some of you may not know. Uh, we are officially licensed through Relogic to produce Terraria merchandise, the official uh, Terraria video game accessories including the Elite Skins products that are themed by Terraria. Um, yeah! We're pretty stoked about that. group of guys over at Relogic, by the way, are amazing. And we really enjoy the, the game itself. Uh, we have a new design coming out for uh, our Terraria-themed Elite Skins. 
Now that new design is going to correspond with, or when we release that, is going to co correspond with a change in price for the Elite Skins product that is going to blow you guys away. Uh, so if any of you have ever wanted to customize your gear or if you've scratched the finish so bad that the thing looks like it's been living under the tread of a tank for the last 10 years, or uh, you put that uh, sticker on there that you realized wasn't exactly removable, or mystery stains, or whatever the case may be, you're going to be able to change that with the Elite Skins product that will cover your entire console and two controllers. Uh, and the price that we're going to be announcing with the new design is going to be pretty awesome. So we're excited about that. Um, one more thing that we're pretty stoked about, and we're going to hint at it a little bit, but we're not going to get let too much out. Uh, we're considering releasing a Terraria-themed uh, controller shell design, so there will actually be a Terraria controller uh, for the <coughs> Xbox One S controllers. So that's something that we're looking at right now. Details will follow in social media, as always, uh, <coughs> facebook.com slash EliteGamingGear or www.elitegaminggear.com if you want to follow us there. I think we've got like an Instagram and a Twitter also. I have no idea. There's definitely an are. Instagram because okay. I follow it and like the post. Hey! <laughs> also, on, speaking of Terraria, um, it's actually on sale right now if you're a Steam user um, with Humble Bundle. Really? Well, it is for $9.99. That is fantastic. Wow. $9.99 on Humble Bundle. I'm looking at it right now. Um, yeah. That's that's actually really cheap, and I think it's also on sale. Uh, I believe it's also on sale on the uh, Xbox Live Store as well for Xbox. Wow! I could have sworn I seen something. Of course, I can't look at it right now because I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna let a little more slip. I think they deserve it. They've had a little listen to me prattle on for long enough while I'm plugging things. Um, we will be taking pre-orders. For the first 200 uh, of these custom shell sets uh, and releasing them sequentially when we hit 200 units, they will also come with a little certificate of authenticity as being one of the first 200 units released. And on the inside of the shell set, one of the members of Elite Gaming Gear is uh, going to uh, initial that or autograph that on the inside. So that's an extra little bonus for those of you who are Elite Gaming Gear fans and Terraria fans, you can own something incredibly unique because anybody who's ever seen me autograph something, it never looks the same twice. So so that and, you know, you know concave surface and felt. Consummate these. Yes. <laughs> Consummate, yes, yes, yes. So again, stay tuned for these things. Uh, they're all going to be coming down the pipeline. Uh, closing notes. Ant, you got anything for us towards the end of this podcast episode? Not really. Well, we appreciate you uh, phoning it in for us and uh, jumping on. We enjoyed having you as always. Uh, Ed, final words? Uh, Fallout 76. <laughs> High hopes, man. High hopes. But that'll that's a different conversation for another podcast. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Trey? What do you got, man? All right. Well, I'm not around for much longer, and I kind of tend to over-prep things, so I'm going to throw some knowledge at you guys do real it. quick. Do it! Uh, so I bought a PlayStation as soon as it came out, only because they announced that Kingdom Hearts 3 would be coming out at some point. Uh, I think I've been waiting for a few years now, and it's uh, <laughs> finally coming out. Finally I've, <laughs> I've loved the Final Fantasy worlds, and I was just raised as such a Disney kid that I had no choice but to fall in love with this game. 
and it is coming out. And I mean, I've had nieces and nephews who have made me watch who have made me watch Tangled or Frozen so many times, and I thought I would be tired of it. And these movies sort of grew on me. And now that there are options in Kingdom Hearts three, I am like dying. Or to see uh, more like classic uh, movies, Disney movies, or even Pixar coming in now into the new game. So seeing uh, Woody and Buzz from Toy Story, my heart just kind of melted. Or you see like Mike Wazowski and all of a sudden like you have Mike Wazowski's humor in this already great game. It, it has me like melting at this point. That is like my most hype moment. As soon as I get that, my life is complete. <laughs> and also one more thing, uh, for those of you who might be like anime fans, like a couple of us, uh, Jump Force, if you keep track of that, uh, combining so many different anime characters into this one game that has really got me for high hopes. It, the like design and animation looks different from any of the anime styles themselves, and yet it looks so good. And to combine characters like Luffy with Naruto with all of the Dragon Ball Z team mm-hmm. at the... Is that kind of like J-Star Heroes? Yes. And now you have them all together. And at the end, they threw in a little like Death Note cameo to see how that works out. If I'm writing people's name in a book and they're gone, well, there it goes. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. So there's definitely some games good. that I'm definitely excited for. And I just can't wait for those to come out. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. <laughs> right on. Z, what do you got for the people? Any last words? That sounded really ominous. <laughs> Let me Any rephrase. Any any final thoughts? Uh, I'm not on anything E3. Um, all the Elite Gaming Girls line right now. Everything's ten percent off. We do have a few of the glitter top shells in um, oh, keychains, man. necklaces, everything ten percent off right now. I completely spaced that out. I am such a loser. So. The Elite Gaming Girls, uh, Elite Gaming Girls, there we go. Elite Gaming Girls line is a subsection of Elite Gaming Gear uh, that spawned uh, as the brainchild of Leslie's imagination and of our uh, Elite Gaming Girl mascot. And those two teamed up, uh, her in the fictional world and Leslie in the real world, to come out with these really cool products and accessories uh, that let you show off your your support and your loyalty for Elite Gaming Gear and uh, have a really cool piece of gear and accessories. Uh, we've got, what are the, there's the necklaces, if I'm not mistaken, the Elite, Elite Gaming Girl keychains, of course, Shirts. the Elite Gaming Girl t-shirts, and, and this is the part that I know you love, the Elite Gaming Girl custom controller line, which are blinged to comatose levels. Like, I've seen people have seizures when these hit spotlights. May not contain seizures. <laughs> consult your vision. <laughs> vision? Consult your vision? Consult your physician before utilizing the Elite Gaming Girl Glitter Controller. Now See, how did I... That was like a tongue twister. Now we need the monster. <laughs> I need a monster. No, you know what I need? You know Mike what I need? Lebowski. No, here, here's what I need. Let's see. Let's see if, if any of our, our real fans are listening, if they catch this. Ah, Elite Gaming Gear brand energy drink. Gear up. Drink up. Game on. Huh? You remember that? From like three, four years ago? Still say they need to come back. Oh, yeah, everybody's been saying that for a long time. So you know what? I'm, we're going to do it. Um, you were the final. I, I need to drink one. Yes, yes. I told you, you to do that. You know. Elite gaming shots. 
<laughs> you know what? I tell you what, we're at the end of the episode. We're going to do a giveaway. So if people actually listen through this entire episode, they have a chance to win something. How cool is that? You want to do that? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. What What should we give away? Thoughts? Leftover pizza. We've got a lot of that. <laughs> Leftover pizza. It's, totally it's only like six days old by the time yeah. they win it. Sure, sure. May or may not contain penicillin. There's so many things. There's so, so many so options. Many so many, so much room for activities. There are. Oh, here's an idea. How about we give away a free pass to the Elite Gaming Lounge? Perfect. I like it. So, for those of you who have listened this far, uh, comment at the end of this post and tell us why you think you should win the grand prize. Did I hype that enough? Grand prize. See, it's way better when you do it. You've I got that movie voice down. Yes. I just don't have it. Oh, see, it sounds so legitimate when he does it. It's just all hacked out when I do it. Uh, we're going to give away a two-hour gaming pass to the Elite Gaming Lounge. Two-hour gaming pass and a Monster Energy drink as a placeholder for the Elite Gaming Fuel that will be coming down the pipeline. So you can come in. That's it. You can top off with a monster at the lobby and then jam out to two hours of gaming in the lounge. Uh, remember again to comment uh, below at the bottom of this post. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, do it. We're on iTunes. It's easy. I know all of you guys are on iPhones anyway. For those of you that aren't, we're on the Podbean app. You can find us there. Uh, or if you follow the link to this episode, you can find the rest of the episodes for the Elite Gaming Gear podcast. Uh, and as always, gear up. Game, Game on! on.